You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. What up, what up? Real Coach JB here coming at you, man, on this Tuesday night, March 2nd, 2021. <clears throat> Listen, trying to get through this pandemic with a fucking 15 dogs, that shit ain't easy. Please try living in my shoes and then call me a slap dick afterwards. But, you know, it is what it is, brother. You got to keep pushing and grinding and, uh, you know, do what you got to do. Um and uh hey man is what it is so fuck it got to do what we got to do anyway i got a lot on this plate man the title of this show is going to be called softer and softer so i'm just going to throw that out there figure out where i'm going with that but um Hey, easy quote of the day. Either you run the day or the day runs you. You've all heard that. Everyone hears it. But put it in perspective for yourself, your life. Fuck everybody else. Either you run the day or the day runs you. How many of you motherfuckers failed again today? How many of you motherfuckers are prepping tomorrow, today, so you don't do the same shit? Because as we know, ignorance is life-threatening. And keep doing the same shit over and over and expecting a different result is fucking insanity by definition. So stop being insane. Stop being ignorant. And start running your day. Lots to discuss. Uh, it'll be a short show. I just want to get through it um, on this Tuesday night. Post it so you guys can get it. Um, I lost a six-game parlay last night on betonline.ag. <sighs> fucking $20 bet to win... A thousand and the fucking Spurs push an overtime game. The fucking Nets basically fucked me. If the Nets would have won, I would have won the under. I picked the under in points. I think it was like 236. They go to overtime and the Nets hit them and they fucking go over the posted total. So I'm a fucking slap dick, but I win every other game, of course. And then I lose that, that one. It fucking pissed me off. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing, and the only place you should be betting on these sports is betonline.ag. Like I said, man, you, you the, really the, the payout is great on this deal, BetOnline. You just got to scared money don't make money, man, like the old saying goes. It also takes money to make money, so you got to pick your poison. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has hundreds of props. With real-time odds on almost everything you can imagine. And, of course, the 24-hour online casino. Blackjack never closes. I was up 180 bucks. I'm down to zero. But anyway, it's it's there for your taking. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. When you sign up, just make sure you hit the drop-down on the promo code. It'll give you a first-time sign-up, and it'll give you 50% off. Um Bet online, your online sports book experts. So, lots to discuss, man. Um, there's been a few things I posted on social media um, today, and 
By the way, I'm trying to bet DraftKings fucking me. And, and and they don't let you know until after the fucking tip-off. I'm curious how who the fuck to talk to about this. Kawhi Leonard's out again because he's a fucking puss. And he's out, and they don't tell you until after the tip-off, after you've selected him. So that's why I've never picked that motherfucker. I don't ever pick him. The time I pick him, I get fucked. That's how it goes, man. Don't trust these motherfuckers. Tell you that every day. But, hey. Is what it is, right? Um, tonight I bet online and I fucking t- I took the Wizards and the fucking Memphis Grizzlies over the posted total of two thirty six. Guess what they scored? Two fucking thirty six, man. A fucking push. God damn, dude! I gotta stop betting. Uh, anyway, title of this show: Softer and Softer. Listen. Seven years ago, or six years ago, man, a coach at a local high school here in Southern California in the San Bernardino Valley uh, area, Royal Valley High School, a girls basketball coach was suspended two games after beating as, as a local high school called Bloomington 161 to two. He's a female girls basketball coach, okay? And his girls were really good about six years ago. And they were beating teams by 70, 90, all kind of shit. But this Bloomington team had already lost by 91 points previous to their loss by 159 or whatever, right? But they suspended him. He served a one-game suspension. During that one game, he, he served his son, coached the team, and they beat a team 80 to 19, okay? The coach who they beat said... That the coach is a great X's and O's coach, but eth- but ethically not so great. That's his way of asking for mercy and being a whiny little bitch, in my opinion. Now, he said he didn't want mercy for his guys getting their ass beaten, only scoring two points. But he also said that the coach is unethical and was was running a full-court press until the first half when it was 101 to nothing or something. Sounds like a big old you problem. Like, so I posted it because I posted it because it happened six years ago, and from that point on, we've only become softer. We've become more reliant on trophy givers, participation trophy givers, Hand me a participation trophy, please. My mom paid $200 to the booster club. I deserve a participation trophy. And I should play whether we're getting blown out or blowing someone out. I should play because my mom is on the booster club. That part of it has been around since I played. Okay? Political knowledge, political Looky-loos, like the coaches always had to have a head on a swivel looking for the political move because their parents were on booster clubs and shit like that. Sometimes you had good players' parents in the booster club, but mostly your best players' parents are too broke. You know, it's a fucked-up stereotype, but it's the truth, right? The great players' parents ain't on no booster club, fellas. It's the rich kid's parents who are on the booster club whose kid is shitty. <laughs> Am I wrong? 
Let me take a sip of this slapdick whiskey, man. Slapdickinc.com. Go check it out. Get your bottle. That's the sound of great, sweet, hot whiskey. Sound like I was doing a fucking porno ad. But Coach Anderson, this coach at this high school, was suspended two games for beating the brakes off a team who scored two points. And the audacity of the coach who got their ass beat to talk shit and tell the opposing coach who just beat your ass that you're unethical. So let's change my game plan and not do what we do every game by not full course pressing you and not beating the shit out of you because we're going to change and I'm going to teach softness to my group because of your soft ass and your shitty ass coaching ability with your shitty team. That's what you're saying. Six years ago, that's what happened. And we haven't fixed that problem, fellas. The problem hasn't changed. That shit made USA Today news. It was on ESPN. Michael Anderson was the head coach of Royal Valley when this happened. He got suspended for two games for beating the team by 159 points. Now, what in the fuck are you telling your kids and the opposing kids with that statement? What are you telling everyone when you suspend this dude? And I have people on Twitter talking shit to me saying that they feel sorry for the kids I coached. And I said, please don't feel sorry for the kids I coached, ma'am. This was a female. I said, my kids actually graduate, earn a degree, become great fathers, and or make it to the NFL. Don't feel sorry for my kids. Worry about your own kids and yourself. They, he told me, she told me that I, it was insensitive to run up the score. And I told her, respectively, you're the reason when our kids face adversity, they fucking crumble like a cookie. Because you have taught them to get your ass whooped and see the head coach of the opposing team get suspended and you guys ask for it you uh, you 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 applaud it i'd be the most embarrassed motherfucker if just so you know the difference between when i played and when this team played just so we're clear when we we i went to play i played high school with ed and charles o'bannon okay i don't know if you guys remember that name they won national title at ucla played in the nba we used to beat men's teams worse than that all right we had a team in our league that we would be, we were beating 125 to nothing at halftime. At halftime. See, I've never been on the other end of it, and I have been in football, not in basketball. So, but but it goes both ways. We used to get our ass beat in football if we were getting our ass beat by a better team that year. It wasn't equivalent to 159 points, but let's just say we're getting beat 49-14 in a football game. We were trying to knock someone's head off or start a fight. That was in the early mid 90s, okay? Nowadays, 
motherfuckers have scored are scoring two points and letting the opponents fast break dunk on you and full court press you and bitch and moan about it and cry about it. In basketball, the team we were beating 125 to nothing was trying to take out dude's knees. We knew it and we respected it because they weren't going to be no bitches and lay down and be like, fuck this. No, nah, they were battling. They just were horrible. You know, we had fucking five NBA players on our team, future NBA players, probably like eight Division One players. Like, we were the number one team in the nation, by the way, my whole four years in high school. Okay. Artesia High School, by the way. Look it up. So, James Harden went there, you know, fucking Jason Capono, Ed O'Bannon, Charles O'Bannon. We had a lot of players go there. Anyway. James Cotton, Shea Cotton before he transferred to Bosco and Crenshaw. So so there's just a lot of cats that we played with during that time. But to to allow the beat down and be happy about it blows my mind. And to suspend a coach for beating the fuck out of you blows my mind. That's how soft, that's why high school athletics is hard for me to coach. Because the administration and the parent factor, you can't be an administrator of a coach slash teacher, if so, if that's even a luxury, especially in California, and protect the kid when nothing is wrong. There's no abuse, there's no racism there's no physical or mental abuse occurring but the parent bitches about playing time the parent bitches that you're too rough you keep the kids too long you're there too early you have too much study hall and too much practice you have 6 a.m weights and when the administrator backs the parent for those reasons you wonder why there's less High school referees, less good high school coaches, less quality people. And why, how, how we've become so soft and why so many kids transfer and how it's being allowed. Blows my mind. How you guys really expect this to change when you guys continue to advocate for badass kids and their fucking weak minded parents. And how you just allow the parent to fucking dictate and control the narrative blows my mind. When you have good quality coaches who really care about the kids who are trying to teach them how to be a man or a woman. And you throw them under the bus in a New York minute and suspend a motherfucker for blowing you out a team by 159 points. Like, let's not score, team. Let's teach bad habits to our good kids because you're shitty. Is the biggest fucking oxymoron I've ever heard of. But that's what we do. That's what that was six years ago. It's become worse today. Let me give you an example. Youngstown State played Sunday night. If you hadn't watched football, FCS football, it's not on it's not being publicized, it's not being on the media mainstream, it's not on ESPN, it's not covered. You got to go on ESPN apps to watch it. It's shitty. The kids are getting fucked. I told you it's a meat market and the, piece, the kids are the pieces of meat. Nobody believed me, but I told you. Everybody cared about Power 5 football. That's it because the money. 
Nobody gives a fuck about Division One AA, which is FCS. Nobody gives a fuck about Division Two, Division Three, NAIA. Nobody in the NCAA, non-caring assholes of America, give a fuck about these kids. Don't tell me it's about their fucking well-being and health. And don't tell me that you want to pay them now and pay them for their likeness. That's a fucking fraudulent. It's a fucking okie doke. Don't fall for the okie doke, kids. Because guess what? One of you guys are going to be a fucking injury away from never selling one jersey. And if you're depending on getting paid for selling a jersey at the NCAA level, you're fucking mistaken. You're setting yourself up for failure. Do not go for it. I'm telling these kids every day and these coaches, fight for scholarship dollars. If you earn a full-ride scholarship to Alabama, you should get paid for 10 semesters of that scholarship. That's how they should get paid. Fuck likeness. Because you ain't getting paid. How many motherfuckers are you buying their jersey? You're only buying the fucking star quarterback at Alabama's jersey. Maybe the running back, maybe the receiver, maybe one corner, right? Probably Patrick Sertain's fucking son. You might buy his jersey. Like, nobody's buying the fucking three techniques jersey or the O tackles jersey or the backup fucking running back or quarterback's jersey. How are those kids going to get paid if you're only buying if you're paying them off their likeness and what they can sell. There's 90 kids on a team plus walk-ons. So what happens to all them? They're not all selling jerseys and fucking video games and shit. Remember, Ed O'Bannon sued the NCAA because of the fucking NCAA video game EA Sports. And he started this movement. And now all it is going is circling back around. These kids are going to be fucked for the likeness deal. Don't do it. Sign it for bigger and better reasons. Make sure they pay you for your 10 semesters. Fuck likeness. But anyway, that's a whole nother discussion. So, Youngstown State's playing Sunday. A kid from Northern Iowa. By the way, they beat Youngstown State's ass. Northern Iowa, this running back or receiver, catches a ball or reverses a ball and comes around the field, runs out of bounds, and this coach on the sideline shoulder blasts him. And sends him into the fucking bleachers. Or into the into their into the bench of the of the Youngstown State sideline. In turn, Youngstown State just suspended the coach, who was like a defensive analyst or something, from being on the sideline for the season. Okay. The kid got up and being respectful, and, and I don't know if it's respectful or just, uh, or, or I don't know, man. I mean, I commend the kid for not trying to start a huge riot over there. But I, what I would have did, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I don't know if the game would have continued. I, I, I hate to say it like that. I mean, I, obviously, I, I wouldn't have did nothing stupid, stupid, stupid. But me and the head coach would have had problems. Um, me and that coach definitely would have had problems. My players would have had problems because they feed off the head coach. And, man, dude, a grown man to hit a kid in an NCAA football game furthermore proves my quote of saying, or my term, whatever you want to use, you are what you do, not what you say you do. This motherfucker... Wanted to hit a kid 
of an opposing team. Like a cunt, cowardly little bitch that he is. For a number of reasons, I don't know what. But you should not be allowed to be around players and kids. You can say what you want about me and what I did. You can't sit here and tell me to put inflict harm on a kid. Is part of this business. And not in the fucking cowardly bitch way that he did it. For the head coach at Youngstown not to fire this motherfucker on the spot blows my mind. Fuck waiting for administration, president, AD, dean to fire him or suspend him. You were fired from me, motherfucker, on the game day sideline when you hit that motherfucker. When you hit a kid from an opposing team... You deserve to be fired. And you're lucky that kid wasn't my son because I'll come find your bitch ass. It was dangerous, malicious. There was no, nothing about it. Nothing that reflects how to play this game. For him to do that shit blew my mind. He was a younger dude. And six years ago, this coach gets suspended for blowing a team out. And now this dude does this to an opponent's player. And all you do is suspend him from the sideline for the season. You can't tell me we have gotten softer since the six years mark of suspending the coach for blowing out a team. We're just getting softer, man. Like, where the fuck is that allowed where you hit an opposing player, defenseless player, while he's not looking in totally in relaxed mode on the sideline, totally erect, still running full speed, easy target. It's borderline. I, I say it's criminal, to be honest. I would arrest that motherfucker just like they do in hockey. They've said, I've seen hockey players arrested for certain shit. How the fuck is he not arrested? I'm just telling you, I hate I hate soft shit, but I also hate even more. I hate bitch shit. And that was a bitch move by a bitch motherfucker. I'm just telling you straight out. It blows my mind. He should never work again with kids. I'm telling you. But what do I know? We've gotten softer in the past six years. I'm just telling you guys. You think we're getting harder and stronger and all that? No. We're getting softer. It's it's become more of a just continues to be a a participation trophy era. and, And we are fucking fully allowing it. And we haven't changed nothing. We haven't allowed. We're we're allowing it over and over and over, man. And it's shitty. It's really shitty. So. I don't know, man. It's kind of a fucked up deal. So who knows? But it is what it is. Um, I lost one of my fucking bets already. So, um, so who knows, man? But hey, update on my puppies. They're doing well. Fucking, they're growing like crazy. Their eyes are open. Um, 
my girl Callie, she won't feed them voluntarily, so I have to lay in there with them in a fucking. I have to make up my own little bed so I don't get fucking dirty, and lay in there with her so she feeds them. But so far, I've done it three times. It's working. Um. So I don't know. You know what's worse than suspending the coach for blowing out that team six years ago? The assist, the 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 head coach of the opposing team who comes out and fucking literally blasts the coach for saying he's unethical. Like your job to do is your job is to score points and stop them from scoring. That's your job as a coach. Yeah, we're going to teach some ethics. We're going to teach how to do the right thing. But you're not teaching the right thing by getting blown out and blaming someone else. That's not teaching the right thing. The other coach blowing you out wasn't teaching anything wrong. I'm not trying to be Cobra Kai here and no mercy and all that bullshit. But let's be honest. I'm not going to coach and teach differently because you're shitty. That's a you problem. That's the problem with fucking America. We're too soft. We fucking, we tend to too many motherfuckers in their needs. No, if we're all on the same page, we're all in this together, then we should be fucking expecting the same result. Not one of us do this and the other one fucking points the finger and, and plays the blame game. It's cowardly. It's fucking pussy. It's cuntish. Anyway, um... I want to give a brief moment to talk about my newest sponsor, eBay. They've been with us now a couple of weeks. I want to talk about whether rare dead stock or the latest release. Find your exact shoe you're looking for as the original sneaker marketplace. eBay is the place to go. Cop your pair that you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, the logo, snitching, stitching, sorry, not snitching, I'm used to being snitched on, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity, and it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers, $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. The world's best definition for discovering great value and unique selection. eBay. Check it out. eBay's a big sponsor of Slapdick Podcast. I'm going to wrap this show up here in the last five minutes. I'm going to discuss a little topic. I don't know if you guys know who Creighton's Greg McDermott is. He's the head basketball coach of the Creighton men's basketball program for the last 11 years. He came out today and apologized for his language. I don't know if it's his language that he needed to apologize for. Like I always tell people, man, you know, people make mistakes and, and I don't, I, I, one mistake shouldn't uh, define you, in my opinion. Uh, but one apology also shouldn't vindicate you either. And I do believe we are who we are and not what we say we are. This is the thing. It, it, he came out, and I don't know if you've read his what happened, but he's in hot water because basically he used some insensitive comments to his team after a loss, all right? And I'm going to read you what he said. You guys take for what it is, and I'll comment on it. But McDermott said, guys, quote, we got to stick together. We need both feet in. I need everybody to stay on the plantation. 
I can't have anyone leave the plantation, end quote. He said then, I immediately recognized my, he, he said, he came out again, just so we're clear, and he came out and said that he immediately recognized his egregious mistake and quickly addressed his use of the uh, insensitive words with his team. Um, he, he, this is my point. We are who we are, not what we say we are. He said, I have never used that analogy, and it is not indicative of who I am as a person or as a coach. I am deeply sorry. I have apologized to our student athletes and our staff, as well as our president, Daniel Hendrickson, and director of athletics, Bruce Rasmussen. He's a liar. I don't know him. I hate judging people that I don't know because so many do it to me. But you cannot use a word or a term or a fucking sentence or a part of a sentence or anything, a phrase with the word plantation in it and then come out and say you've never used the word. If you've never used the word... How the fuck does it roll off your tongue so freely? I'm just very curious how you can say that. I believe he's a liar and I don't know him. And like I said, I hate judging people I don't know because so many do it to me and I hate it. And I always say, show me your resume and all this shit. I can show you my resume. So I'm going to address it and make an opinionated statement. I believe he's lying because that's, you know, I told people I don't ever say the N word, right? I've, I have a plenty of brothers I grew up with, I, you know, and like I told you before on a show, I could probably say it and get away with it, but why would the fuck would I want to? I don't get it. I've never used the word plantation and I've never said the word plantation. You can't say words that roll off your tongue twice in one sentence. I need everyone to stay on the plantation. I can't have anyone leave the plantation. How the fuck do you say it twice and then say you've never said the word before that night? <laughs> the dog, I got it. I got it. I got to do something about it. Like, I don't understand it. I don't understand how you can literally say it twice. You get the slapdick award, fucking Greg McDermott. You is slapdick pretty much. Why you much. calling me slapdick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> you get slapped across your face. You came out and blatantly lied and said, I never said the word before today. But you said it twice and you used sentences with the word. Like you've said it a million times. I'm just saying... Furthermore, <laughs> pissing off some assistants, you know, he had an assistant coach, a uh, rancher, I believe his name is. Um, the, the assistant coach came out and pretty, 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 you know, he was pretty much like, listen, um, Terrence Rencher um, issued a statement. He also said he was very, very hurt, deeply hurt by McDermott's words. But he said he's focusing on supporting the Blue Jay players 
and any potential needs. Basically, that said to me, fuck this motherfucker. I'm on my own now. So now you have a revolt in the locker room, in my opinion. And I think that this cat will end up resigning here shortly if he's not fired. Um, because I don't see anyone current or new recruit coming to play for this dude. How the fuck is Sean or Greg McDermott going to go into your home, black mom or dad, and recruit your kid? Who the fuck? Please raise your hand if you're going to send your black kid to this motherfucker. Please raise your hand. Please stand up. Please stand up. I don't believe this guy has a shot in hell, a snowball's chance in hell. He needs to resign. That's just how it is. It's fucked up. I've been there, done it. Not with that certain situation, but, you know, everyone knows what situation I have, right? Which is totally out of context. At the same time, it is what it is, right? So, it's a little different, though. My players had my back and wanted to kill a motherfucker for it because they knew it was bullshit. Where in this situation is not. The assistance against them, which I think the players are going to be against them. And I believe he's going to have to resign here shortly. I just don't get it. I don't see it. Excuse me. I don't see how he is going to weather this storm. Because there's no way in the world you're going to have a kid play for you. I think you're fucked. You better go to coach Division Three basketball where it's all white kids. That's just the truth of the matter. But again, I, I brought this up, you know, months ago. How do white coaches... Out-recruit black coaches for better black players. How does it occur over and over and over and over? How does Coach Krzyzewski get those players? How does fucking Roy Williams get those players? How does Calipari get those players? When you have a black head coach at Florida State, a black head coach at Michigan, a black head coach at Texas, you... Michigan's doing good. Juwan Howard has them rolling. But continues Kentucky, Duke, Villanova, North Carolina, Syracuse. They continue to get the best black players. Again, the parents and the kids aren't doing any research. You guys have chose to go to Creighton. Because of a coach. I don't give a fuck. Nobody goes to a place for the assistant coach. Nobody chooses a school because the assistant sold me. I haven't known a place to get a kid that never spoke or talked to the head coach. Greg McDermott's getting players in there over black coaches and then is an underlying borderline possible racist. I don't know him, so I'm not going to say a racist, but he surely made a racist remark. And when you make a racist remark, there's usually an underlying sentiment there that you probably think racial things, racist things, right? I don't know. I hate being insensitive and judging people, but the motherfucker said plantation twice and it rolled off his tongue like he said it a million times at the house with the wife and kids. Right. Or his boys drinking a beer and fucking smoking a fucking we probably know he wasn't smoking Newports, but he was probably smoking some fucking some type of fucking 
expensive ass fucking one of those long ass brown cigarettes you know when you make millions of dollars you you smoke those long fucking brown ones with the fucking tip on it like a goddamn uh black and mild but anyway that's what the motherfucker probably smokes and drinks uh some type of expensive beer while he drink eats caviar he fucking probably said plantation with them guys probably every fucking night but don't come out and say you never said the word dog I've never said the word plantation. He said, I never use that analogy and, and, or the word, and it's not indicative of who I am as a person or as a coach. I'm deeply sorry. Don't lie like that. You just used the word twice in a fucking sentence. Actually, it's two sentences. Quote, I need everybody to stay on the plantation, period. I can't have anybody leave the plantation, Period, end quote. You said it twice in two sentences, dog. Roll off your tongue. Don't say you never said it before. Because if you never said it, you wouldn't even think about putting that word in those two sentences in the format you did. I don't know. I just call a spade a spade and a circle a circle and a square a square, dog. I don't know about all that other shit. I hate to judge a cat on a podcast away from his face because I would like to tell him in his face or see him in his face. Because at the end of the day, black kids chose to go to you you have an obligation to treat them and coach them and teach them how to be better than when they arrived at your place that's your obligation fuck wins and losses fuck all the other shit you're prepping this kid so he don't go get killed in the street tomorrow when he leaves practice or walking to the dorm and you're teaching this kid this boy about to be a man even though he's 18, 19, 20, he's still a boy. Let's be real about it. You're teaching him not to go to the dorm and put his hands on a female that doesn't want his, hand, her hand, his hands put on her. You're teaching this cat to go fucking pull up his pants, go to sit in class and be respectful to his teacher and earn a college degree and possibly learn how to sign a fucking NBA contract. And be a fucking productive member to society. This is what you are teaching him. Your obligation is such. Your obligation to that kid is exactly that. But yet, you said you never said the word plantation or used the analogy, but you say it twice in a sentence after you're mad that you lost a basketball game. Can't buy it, dog. Ain't buying it. Can't buy it. Won't buy it. You are who you are, not what you say you are. People that apologize are liars and cheats. <laughs> Straight up. Call me an asshole, but I ain't apologizing for graduating my players. I ain't apologizing for fucking sending 101 kids Division One in three years. I ain't apologizing for Stogie fucking making noise right now like a fucking slapdick. Is what it is, dog. You don't like it? Turn off the fucking podcast. It is what it is, man. I appreciate you guys tuning in and listening in. And, uh, hey, man, the soft has gotten softer. Just what it is. Real Coach JB, man, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'll see you guys Friday. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance to do it. for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you.
for you Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see It's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you Last chance for me, that's fine to God man, I'm just telling you